You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from Ad Force. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease, and on today's episode we're going to dive into the latest box office numbers and news from around the industry but first we'd like to thank our sponsor pondex for sponsoring this episode if you're looking for a way to grow your podcast and get more engagement check out pondex today at pondex.com use the promo code larry21 for 10 percent off your order and now on to today's first topic thanksgiving was not kind for some movies at the box office this weekend whether fighting, feasting, or frolicking, there's one thing people weren't doing over Thanksgiving, and that was going to see Strange World. Since its debut on November 23rd, the film has risen in the ranks to one of top, one of Pixar's biggest flops ever, and could stand to lose $100 million at the box office. Strange World had a budget of anywhere between $130 million and $180 million, according to IndieWire. Over its first five days, which included a three-day weekend, often considered one of the year's most profitable, the film brought in less than $19 million. For perspective, the June premiere of Pixar's Lightyear was widely considered a disappointment. That opening weekend brought in $50 million, more than double Strange World's numbers. Strange World is also up against an accelerated move to streaming, where it's expected to be available on- online by Christmas. The film's overall domestic take could barely scratch $40 million. Although Strange World presents the most overt crash-and-burn scenario of the weekend, it's not alone in disappointment. Over the three-day weekend, general box office numbers only hit $95 million, an abysmal plummet from the same weekend's 2019 and 2018 numbers, $181 million and $216 million respectively. The last time a Thanksgiving gross fared so poorly for Hollywood was 1994, and movie tickets averaged only $4. A weekend garnering under 100 million is rare, 
in and of itself. In 2019, only four weekends wore that heavy crown. Highlights among the wreckage of last weekend included, shockingly, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is well on its way to be grossing $500 million domestically after bringing in $46 million during its third weekend in theaters. All in all, Wakanda Forever represented nearly half the weekend's take. Ryan Johnson's Knives Out sequel Glass Onion also saw some big screen success. An uncharacteristic choice? Netflix hasn't publicly released any grosses for the film as of yet, which will spend a week in theaters before hitting streaming. Deadline has estimated that the film may have already grossed $15 million, with $9 million of that coming in over three days. An ex- excellent number given that the film's distribution is under 700 theaters. It more than tripled the profits of Spielberg's autobiographical film The Fablemans, which courted a similar audience. So, to review, Black Panther is sitting at number one, followed by Strange World, then Glass Onion, Devotion, uh, number five of the menu, Black Adam at number six, The Fablemans at number seven, Bones and All at number eight, and number nine, Tickets to Paradise, and number ten, is The Chosen Season 3, Episodes 1 and 2. Before we move on, give us a thumbs up if you like our video, subscribe to the channel for even more content, and hit the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And as always, we thank you for following, and watching, and listening. And now on to our next episode, or topic, excuse me. It's uh, James Gunn has confirmed that DC will make games connected to its film universe. DC Studios co-CEO James Gunn has confirmed that the new DC film universe will be linked to future video games that exist in the same canon. Gunn was asked on Twitter if the DCEU, which now seems to be rebranded as just the DCU, will incorporate more forms of entertainment down the line to which he replied, yes, or differently. Saying, quote, the DCU will be connected across film and TV and animation, he added, when another Man, fan asked if there are plans for games to be connected to the DCU. Gunn replied plainly, yes. Nothing else was said, but it does confirm a trend away from Marvel's strategy of building a shared universe across its films and a separate one across its games. We do know that Gunn and co-CEO Peter Safran begun working on an 8-10 year plan for DC films, shows, animation, and more. However, meaning we'll likely see a game or two materialize in this time too. The upcoming Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game won't be part of this universe, however, as developer Rocksteady Studios has already confirmed as part of the Arkham world that includes Arkham Asylum and Gotham Knights. Only time will exactly tell how the DCU's shared universe plan will turn out, but it could lead to some interesting crossovers, such as Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam appearing in a video game, or a video game first character moving on to star in a movie. Let us know your thoughts on this topic in the comment section below and give us your take. And now on to the next uh, topic, Top Gun is finally getting a streaming date. Top Gun Maverick is hitting Paramount Plus one month on December 22nd. The summer blockbuster has already been available for purchase on digital and 4K Blu-ray, but next month will mark the film's streaming debut. It was a long road to streaming for Top Gun Maverick. As you'll remember, Tom Cruise refused to let the movie debut online when the pandemic was having a huge impact on the box office. This led to multiple delays for the long-awaited sequel. 
but the decision to hold off for a theatrical release definitely paid off for Paramount, as Top Gun Maverick earned over $700 million at the domestic box office to enter the top five highest grossing movies in North American history. Maverick is also Cruise's highest grossing movie ever. Following Maverick's runaway success, Miles Teller revealed he's been having some conversations with Cruise about Top Gun 3. Teller says he's leaving a potential third entry up to Cruise. I was a fan of the high-flying sequel and previously said that Top Gun Maverick is good old cheesy as hell, silly heroic entertainment with mile-high enthusiasm. A welcome throwback to simpler cinematic times. Let us know your thoughts. Did you watch uh, Top Gun Maverick yet? And do you support Cruz's decision to hold off and, re and not release it uh, during the pandemic? And now on to our next topic. Marvel's Blade has hired a new director with the plan of going even darker and bloodier. Marvel's Blade has found its new director. The Hollywood Reporter reports that the upcoming reboot will be helmed by Ian DeManche, who previously directed the pilot of HBO's Lovecraft Country. He will be joined by Michael Starbury, who has penned a new script for the movie. The pair are replacing the director who originally departed the project back in September over creative differences. The departure prompted Marvel to hit pause on the project, with several release dates shifting as a result. That process reportedly included star Mahershala Ali being personally involved in selecting the film's new writer. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We pay 
reprised the director's turn on Lovecraft Country when it was first released on HBO back in 2020, saying, with a stunning cast, tense action, and a couple of creative twists on the source material, the first episode of Lovecraft Country is a promising horror-fantasy drama that offers an intriguing, albeit imbalanced, juxtaposition of Jim Crow-era racism and otherworldly terror. Dimanche will attempt to bring some of that magic to Marvel's Blade, which is said to be a darker and grittier affair than the typical MCU movie. Blade was originally announced back in 2019 and was originally slated to begin shooting this month. Instead, it faced multiple rewrites and delays. It is currently slated to be part of the MCU's Phase 5, and production is now currently set to start in 2023, with a release date planned for September 24th. 2024. And now on to our next topic. Bob Iger's return marks some serious changes for Disney. Bob Iger had been Disney's CEO for 15 years before he left in 2020, and he's responsible for the Disney we know today. Iger masterminded the acquisition of Pixar, Lucasfilm, 20th Century Fox. He oversaw the launch of Disney Plus. He's the reason that Disney owns Marvel Comics. Bob Iger's phenomenal success was up when his contract ran out in 2020, and now, two years after his departure, the man returns to shepherd Disney through some troublesome times as their stock plummets. The announcement of Bob Iger's return came as a surprise to everyone at Disney, even Bob Chapek, the CEO Iger was meant to replace. It It sent ripples throughout their corporate structure, and now... As Iger begins to take over once more, big changes are undoubtedly coming to Disney. More executive layoffs have already been announced, and Chapek's corporate strategy is quickly being erased. But Iger faces some serious challenges. Disney Plus is still operating at a loss, and Chapek's reaction to Florida's Don't Say Gay bill put Disney in opposition to Governor Ron DeSantis. Despite the mountain he has to climb, stockholders seem hopeful. The day after Iger's return was announced, Disney's stock rose 6%. Although company prudence look good, what happens in the next few minutes, or months, excuse me, might be shocking. No one expected Iger to be CEO of Disney again, not even Iger himself. Back in January, Bob Iger told the New York Times that it was ridiculous to think he might hold the position again. Everyone was all but certain that Iger had retur- retired for good. But Bob Chapek's performance as his replacement was characterized by several big moves that made Disney board executives quite nervous. One of Chapek's first decisions as CEO was to separate arms of content and distribution by forming Disney's Media and Entertainment Distribution Division. This alienated a lot of creatives and was contrary to how Iger used to run the company. Many of the creatives and talent in Disney content felt that they had lost a measure of control over their projects as some of their power was shifted to distribution executives. Iger's approach was traditionally been more creatively approached, or focused, excuse me. His philosophy in the past has been to put that side of Disney at the center of the company and prioritize cost control elsewhere. Iger has said he is already working on restructuring that part of the company. JPEG also created a rift between Disney and the state of Florida this year over the controversial legislation when Governor DeSantis signed into law Florida's Don't Say Gay bill, Disney employees at Orlando's Disney World and Walt Disney Studios staged a walkout to protest, protest the new law. Disney released a statement 
supporting their employees and LGBTQ rights and paused political contributions in Florida. This sparked a feud between Disney and DeSantis and led to DeSantis' abolition of the Reedy Creek Improvement District, the special tax district and effectively a governmentally autonomous region of Florida that houses Disney World. Disney executives took this as a major slight and a strike against Chapek, but many say the nail in the coffin excuse me, came on November 9th when Disney shares dropped below $90. News came right after Disney's poor fiscal performance in their fourth quarter. When Bigger was officially announced to re-enter the company, it happened during an Elton John farewell concert that many Disney executives were attending. Chapek was out of his office within days, and now just a week after it happened, Iger is already making some noticeable moves. When Chapek was ejected, Kareem Daniel quickly followed him. Daniel was head of Chapek's media and entertainment distribution division, and it is just the start of erasing the apparent mistakes Chapek has been making. Variety confirms that Arthur Bochner will be the next to exit. He was Chapek's chief of staff and lead speechwriter. He was later installed as the vice president of strategic communications late in Chapek's career. It doesn't come as a surprise as Bochner was seen as Chapek's confidant, but it is a sign of an ongoing shakeup that will persist in the coming weeks. Iger faces an uphill battle. The biggest challenge may be the recent political kerfuffle with Governor DeSantis. Disney will have to walk a thin line between supporting a diverse working environment and playing ball with a politician that many of its employees find distasteful. Along with diplomatic difficulties, Iger faces the problem of invigorating the Disney Plus platform despite its less than profitable returns. Disney is due for an overhaul and Iger is just the man to do it. Changes will be felt throughout the company, from executives to talent to viewers at home with subscriptions and theme park tickets. The world of Walt Disney is sure to turn differently in the coming months, and no one has a reputation for the job like Bob Iger. And now on to our Pondex segment. Today's question is, do you think there's too much violence in movies these days? Probably one of the most controversial questions ever. So my take is, I don't feel like there is. I don't see it as much as I used to in older movies that I watched as a kid, but also I think it's spaced out, not as much. Like I know uh, back in the day, uh, The Matrix was criticized for being violent. Um, John Wick's pretty dull, or pretty, what's the word I'm thinking of? pretty calm when it comes to violence even nobody had some violence in it but it wasn't that much like that much so yeah i don't think there really is i think it's kind of softened a lot for these days and i think it's kind of in response to everybody decrying violence over mass shootings and whatnot in their own claims that it causes the shootings but let us know in the comments section below do you think there's too much violence? Yes or no? Or do you have a different opinion? Let us know. And as always, if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. 
Your support helps your channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring new hosts, be able to pay them, and uh, hopefully take the show on the road one day. We'd love to live stream from D23, uh, Comic Con, and other events around the country. And your support can help make that happen. Whether it's a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, fifty dollars, anything can help us make our dreams a reality. And as always, we thank you for helping. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.